Good morning, everyone. We are so glad that you are here to worship with us today. Um, and if you're worshiping with us online, write something in the comments. For those of us in person, some of the people online are watching at the beach. I think we should just go join them. If you're at the beach, write your address and we'll just come to where you're at. Look, we're going to vote on it right now. So um, Sunday, August the 1st at 12 o'clock, we are going to have a meeting for anyone who helps with children and youth. Um, and lunch is going to be provided, so that'll be great. Last uh, Wednesday, we did the Christmas shoe boxes that go to South America with our children and youth, and that was awesome. That's something that all the United Methodist churches uh, participate in is those shoebox uh, ministry for Christmas. So that was great. Um, Sunday, August 15th, uh, we are going to have a back-to-school bash here uh, in between the two uh, church services at 10 a.m. for our children and youth. It's going to be great. And in that service, we're going to be praying for all of the kids going back to school and for all the teachers. Can you believe that they're going back soon? Um, so... It's happening really soon. And I know some of the parents in here are, are celebrating that their kids are going back to school uh, so they can get a little break at home. And lastly, I wanted to let you know there is a rose uh, on the altar, and this rose is for Atticus, Lynn, Seltzer. Parents are Kennedy and Kendra. So we have another baby born into the life of the church uh, to celebrate. And lastly, I wanted to say our church app, if you haven't been using it, you can listen to... Um, some great sermons by the one and only Pastor Sam Hayes, uh, but also you can find Bible studies and all sorts of things. You can find the church newsletter and events coming up and keep up to date with what is going on at the church. Uh, let's go to the Lord in prayer this morning. Loving God, we are so thankful that we are able to come and worship this great summer morning. I pray that you will calm our hearts and our minds and help us focus on you. We ask this in Jesus' name, amen. Would you stand and worship with us? Great is your faithfulness, O oh God. You wrestle with the sinner's restless heart. You lead us past waters into mercy. And nothing can keep us apart.
Y'all, y'all can be seated. That's my new favorite song, y'all. My new favorite song. Um, our kids are about to go with Pastor Andy and with Miss Molly. They're going to learn to sing about 
brothers and sisters. Is that right, brothers and sisters? So y'all go and have fun in children's church. There goes Pastor Andy that I'm way. Coming, Pastor go. Andy, I promise I won't leave so, you. So yeah, I'm coming. I'm so glad that you're worshiping with us today. And if you're worshiping with us online, let's say if you're worshiping from another place, put that place in there so we can see where you're worshiping from. Say hello and share this worship service with your friends so that other people can worship with us today too. It's a great day to worship together at Gaston First United Methodist Church. I want to thank you for being here and for your support. Thank you for praying for us as we as we go through this this different time that we've been living through and thank you for supporting us we've got offering plates that that have they have places for you to put your offerings they also have cards that you can give us some information you can jot down a prayer request send us your prayer request by email or by just putting it on our Facebook page and putting in the comment section we want to pray for you and we want to thank you you can give by the church app you can give online you can text to give um, but we need your support to be able to keep up these great ministries that we're doing here at Gaston First. Will you pray with me this morning? Lord, a beautiful day you've given us, and we're thankful. We're grateful for the way that you have made us alive, that your, your grace is enough for us, and that it is through you that we are justified, not because of our own actions or our deeds or our own goodness we thank you Lord for wrapping us up in your love and bringing us here today help us Lord to be present right here right now and to sit at your feet and learn from you Lord take the tithes and offerings and gifts and the time and the talents and the service and use it for your kingdom's glory in Jesus name we pray amen Man, I'm going to ask y'all to stand and sing with us one more time. I hope that this one will be difficult to sit to, so hope you enjoy
All right, that, that song makes me tap my feet like my grandmother used to do during the Lawrence Welk show every Saturday night. Some of y'all know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Okay. I'm glad that you're here. We've been celebrating freedom all month long in July. Oh, by the way, next month, starting in, it's going to be in August. I can't believe it's going to be in August next Sunday, the first Sunday in August. We're starting a back-to-school series. And next Sunday, I'm going to talk about how to act in the lunchroom. Because, look, we never really get out of middle school. We only just get older. We're older. Schoolers is what we are. But today, we're going to talk about freedom one more time. When One more time, we're going to go back to Luke chapter 10. We're going to read... Verses 38 through 42. And then I'm going to tell you a little story. Luke chapter 10, verses 38 through 42. Now, as they went on their way, they entered a certain village where a woman named Martha welcomed him into her home. She had a sister named Mary who sat at the Lord's feet and listened to what he was saying. But Martha was distracted by her many tasks. So she came to him and asked, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to do all the work by myself? Tell her then to help me. But the Lord answered him, Martha, Martha, you are worried and distracted by many things. There is need of only one thing. Mary has chosen the better part, which will not be taken away from her. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Okay, so I said I was going to tell you a little story, and here it goes. Once upon a time, there was a man who was doing his morning walk and talking to the Lord. And he said, Lord, is there anything that I can do for you today? And then all of a sudden, the Lord was walking beside him. And the Lord said, yes, I have something I need for you to do for me today. I want you to get your cart, and I want you to put these three rocks on there. And I want you to pull the cart with these rocks up to the top of the mountain. I want you to do that for me. And he said, yes, Lord, I can do that. That won't be a problem at all. So they loaded the three rocks in the, in the little wooden cart. And he felt its weight. It wasn't going to be too heavy. And he started walking along. And he thought, what a beautiful day this is today. I've got something to do for the Lord. And I can do it. And if the birds are singing and the trees are swaying to the breeze, and it is a great day, and he was whistling a happy tune. And so as he went through the town, uh, the baker came out and said, Hey, sir, what are you doing? He said, I'm doing something for the Lord today. I'm taking this cart, and I'm pulling these three rocks up to the top of the mountain. And the guy said, That is just awesome, but you know, that's a really happy coincidence because I have this boulder here, and I needed to take it to the top of the mountain. You think you could take it up there as long as you're going? And the man said, I, I guess I can. So they, between the two of them, they lifted the boulder up into the cart, and the man started pulling. This time it was heavier, and he was struggling a little bit, you know. And, and it, was, it was a little bit... A little bit too heavy for him to have the breath to whistle a happy tune, so he just kind of hummed, right? He's still happy, but he's just kind of humming because he just doesn't have the breath to whistle. And then as he's getting to the base of the mountain, he sees his best friend coming, his best friend in the world. Hey, dude, what's up? 
oh, I'm, I'm pulling this cart to the top of the mountain for the Lord. And the guy said, you mean you're going to the top of the mountain? He said, yeah. He said, great, I've got this sack of gravel that I really need to go to the top of the mountain. Thank you so much, man. And he just tossed it on the cart without even asking and then took off. And now the man starts going up the mountain and this time he is really struggling. He doesn't have enough breath in his lungs to whistle and he is too exhausted to hum. He's just sweating and pulling and sweating and pulling. And he gets up to where it's really starting to get steep and he just thinks, I don't, know, I don't know if I can do this. And he starts to have these fantasies of just letting go of the cart and then watching it crash all the way down the mountain because this is just too much. And finally he can't take it anymore and he just stops and he sets down the cart and he falls on his knees and he says, why God, why? Why, I can't believe, I can't believe you gave me this thing to do and I can't get my, my cart to the top of the hill, it's just too hard. I don't know why you are asking me to do something that's so impossible. And then the Lord showed up and the Lord said to him, what are you doing? He said, I'm trying to get all of this to the top of the mountain. It's what you asked me to do. And the Lord looked in his cart and saw the boulder and said, what's that? And he said, well, I went by the baker shop and he asked me to put this boulder in the cart and take it to the top of the mountain since I was going there anyway. And the Lord took the boulder and tossed it out of his cart. And he said, what's that? And he said, well, I met my best friend, my best friend in the world. And he said he had a sack of gravel that needed to go to the top of the mountain. And uh, I, he just tossed it in there. He didn't really even ask me. And God took the sack of gravel, tossed it out of his cart. And he says, I don't, I don't know, can, I can't do that. I mean, I, I'm going to let these people down. And the Lord said, you know, I ask you to do one thing for me. I ask you to take these three stones to the top of the mountain and if you will do what I ask you to do then I will help you and your friends can do what they have to do that's all I've asked you to do my yoke is easy my burden is light I never ask you to carry more than you can carry with a song in your heart and so the man picked up the wagon again and he tested it now he could pull it without any trouble and he smiled and he took off again with the extra burdens out of his wagon and now a song filled his heart and he got to the top and he said what a wonderful day let me ask you something I have a picture I want to show you I want to know have you ever felt like this is that ever you ever, ever have those days yeah, where we just got too much on our cart. Look, um, that's how Martha was feeling that day that Jesus and the disciples showed up at her house. You know how it is when company comes over? Well, imagine having Jesus come over and his 12 disciples come over, and we don't even know how many others. There might have been other people there because other people were following Jesus around too, and she was showing hospitality, and she was working her fingers to the bone in the kitchen. And look, there's nothing wrong with working your fingers to the bone in the kitchen. You can look at me and tell that somebody is rattling pots and pans in my kitchen. I'm all for that. 
And last week we talked about the freedom to do and there's a time to go and do and Martha is a doer. There's nothing wrong with that. So what is the problem here? What is the problem? The problem is we see in verse 40 where Jesus said, Martha, you're distracted. Martha, you're distracted. Distracted is such a cool word. It, it means, in, in the Greek, it means to be pulled from all directions. You ever feel like you've been pulled from all directions? If you have little kids, maybe one of them's pulling on this leg and one's pulling on that leg, or the phone's ringing and the doorbell's ringing and, and you got ten things to do, all directions. Martha comes to Jesus, which just shows how close Jesus was to Mary and Martha and Lazarus. She comes to Jesus and I imagine her putting her hands on her hips. Don't you, Pastor Ken? I think she puts her hands on the hip. And she says, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do everything? Tell her to get up from here and help me. Martha, Martha, you're pulled in all directions. Just one thing is needed. Mary's chosen the better part. I'm not taking that away from her. In other words, Martha, Martha, let other people pull their load. You pull what you have to pull. You're carrying a whole load of rocks. I've just asked you to carry one thing, just one thing. Now, I think it's important to note that Jesus doesn't criticize her for her service. He just points out the fact that she is super anxious about everything that she's doing that she is being pulled in all kinds of different directions. I don't know, maybe she was trying to put out a four-course meal when uh, um, a glass of wine and a loaf of bread and a hunk of cheese would have done. Maybe she thinks everything has to be perfect. So, Martha is suffering from a condition that I call taphiosis. I just made that up. I hope I just made it up. Maybe it's not really a medical condition. But you know, you've seen them make taffy and look through the candy shop and it looks good, the saltwater taffy, and, it, and they make it by pulling it in all directions. So I think Martha has taffiosis. So here's, here's what I, I want you to know. We're going to talk about how to know if you have taffiosis and what the treatment is. Uh, because what we, what we don't want to do is we don't want to miss the one thing that Jesus tells us is all important. We don't want to miss the one thing. So how can you tell, how can I tell if we have taphiosis? We talked about last week being sent out, the 70 being sent out two by two and, and going and doing and that's important. And, and they went out and they healed the sick and they proclaimed the kingdom of God, cast out evil spirits and so we know it's not just, we're not supposed to do. Jesus just got through telling a story right before this about the Good Samaritan, and he said, go and do likewise. So doing is not the issue. Doing while worried and distracted and by not really fully being present, that's the problem. That's taphiosis. Last week I talked about how that, that when you are working for the Lord, you're laboring for the Lord, your, Lord your, your paycheck is life and joy. 
So when you're serving the right way, you should experience the life and joy and peace that God wants you. Your burden should be light enough for you to have a song in your heart. John Wesley's friend said to him one time, you need to quit being in such a hurry. And John Wesley said, I'm always in haste, but I'm never in a hurry because I never undertake any more work than I can go through without perfect calmness of spirit. In other words, I never take too many boulders on my cart that I can't whistle a happy tune. Um, so, taphiosis, that there shouldn't be any limits to what I can do. That, that I can help everybody do everything. That I'm the only one that can do this and do it right. That everything's got to be perfect. That I can change another person. Taphiosis. Do you see yourself in any of that? Man, I do. I do. So, if we have taphiosis, if we're pulled in every direction so that we can't really even enjoy the things that we enjoy, what is the treatment? What is the treatment for this? And how can we make sure that we don't miss the one thing that is really needful? Um, I want to start out by saying that the treatment is simple but not easy. Simple but not easy. Because it involves two things that are kind of hard to do. One is unload. I want to get you to say that out loud with me. I'm going to count to three, and I want everybody, and you sitting there at home in your pajamas on the couch, I want you to say this too. I want you to say unload. One, two, three. That's right. That was, that was not as enthusiastic as I thought it would be. Unload. And what I mean is take a look at your wagon. Take a look at your wagon that you're pulling. Take a look at what has been thrown onto your wagon by other people. And see what needs to be unloaded. There's a, a book that Joanna Weaver wrote called Having a Merry Heart in a, Ma a Martha World. And it's a really good book if you haven't read it. But she gets together a group of, of ladies who are all stressed out to the moon. And they, they get together and they all sit down with a piece of paper and they make a list of all of the things that they're involved in. All of the children's activities, work activities, church activities, all of the things. And they prayed about their, their list, right? They had it written down. And, and they prioritized the list from the activities that were most important, world one, down to the f number fours with the lowest level of priority and then they went through and they unloaded all the fours. You see? Now, were there some things on there that got unloaded that they really liked? Sure. Were there things that were good and beneficial and needful? Yeah. Like I said, it's simple, but it's not easy. Because it's hard to see things that you really enjoy taken out of your wagon. But that's part of the treatment for taphiosis. To prioritize and then unload. The second, the second part of the treatment, 
I'm going to get you to say this out loud too, and I want you to say it out loud. I want the, the people that are worshiping online to be able to hear you say this. Uh, and it's two words, make room. I'm going to count to three. I want you to say make room, okay? One, two, three. That's very, that's so much better. So much better. Make room in your life for spending time with Jesus. You see, that's the one thing. That's the one thing. There's a time to be going and doing and do as much as you can do while you can still whistle a happy tune, but there's a time to stop and just be. It's not one or the other. It's both, and it takes discernment. It takes maturity to know when it's time to, to just kind of stop. And Mary and Martha had two different reactions to Jesus being there in their home. Think about that Jesus was there. Jesus was teaching right there in their living room. Martha's reaction was to get so distracted by everything that had to be done that she couldn't just sit and listen to Jesus. Jesus was opening up. He was opening up the door, the golden opportunity to sit at his feast and listen to Mary and Martha. And you see, that was so unusual because Usually, women didn't sit at the feet of the master like the men did. And this is, Jesus is welcoming them. So, where have you made room in your life to just be in the Lord's presence? Is it, is it early in the morning um, before your day gets started? Is it late in the evening after everything is done? For the day, is it maybe during your lunch break at work or maybe while you're commuting and driving back and forth? I don't know when it is. When, when, do, you, when do you make room in your life for that one most important thing, and that is time with the Lord? We know, don't we, if we tell ourselves the truth, we know that we make room in our lives for what really is important to us, don't we? So, do you have tafiosis? Do you have more on your wagon than you can pull right now with a song in your heart? Would you be willing to unload? Would you be willing to make some room in your life for spending time with Jesus? Let's pray. Lord, one day um, we're all going to stand before you. And on that day, I don't think that you're going to be concerned by everything being perfect and by, that we didn't do enough, that we didn't prophesy enough in your name or cast out enough devils or do enough wonderful works. We just don't want you to hear, we just don't want to hear you say those words, I never knew you. We want to know you, Lord, above anything else. Help us to take the time. In Jesus' name, amen.
Now go forth and do, but take time to be in the Lord's presence. Amen.